we discuss policy incoherence and Nigeria posts the widest trade surplus since 2012. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse and everything business in Africa. I am Ruth Adong. For more, follow us on Twitter at The K Financial, and you can find me at Ruth Adong. Your main story is brought to you by I&M Bank PLC. I&M Bank Rwanda, we are on your side. African ministries, agencies and departments have more often than not been accused of operating in silos. This has led to duplication of mandates and also wastage of resources. But experts say this is more an issue of policy incoherence. The Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development defines policy coherence as a systematic promotion of mutually reinforcing policy actions across government departments and agencies, creating synergies towards achieving the agreed objectives. Dev Shamro, the Senior Investment and Trade Consultant at CITC, joins us to discuss the impact of policy incoherence on the continent. Africa has a major problem. It has surplus policies. You have policies, strategies, laws per kilometers and per ton. One, they are not implemented. And if they implemented, they implemented in silos. Different ministries, different government agencies, they don't talk to each other. They have the silo mentality. Yeah. Now comes in the private sector. The public-private sector dialogue has not been very conducive. Because the government drives, government comes with laws, government even acts as investor. Okay? So the private sector uh, plays a very minor role. Okay? So what is important towards policy coherence, that whatever they're doing, and policy coherence goes up in the value chain. You have the uh, Africa Agenda 2063. Then you are in COMESA. Then you have the COMESA, um, how do you call it, in a strategy. Then you have your national development plan. Under your national development plan, you have your industrial strategy. You have your trade strategy. You have your investment strategy. They don't talk to each other. And that creates, how do you call a disconnect in the implementation of this strategy. So the first thing is there must be policy coherence. Okay that whatever you want to achieve okay, is coherent with what your region wants to achieve or what Africa wants to achieve, one. Um, two, there must be institutional alignment. The different institutions, public, private, they see in the same direction, they work collaboratively. And that space, unfortunately, there is a gap. Okay? And some work has to be done, and you have great... Private sector foundation is one element that can do the role of federator. You have to work closely with the institutions, with the ministries, with the private sector. Private sector is the driver and they need space. There must be democratization of the economy. There must be liberalization of the economy. Okay? Uh, I'm, not, I'm not a supporter of, of how do you call economic closure. Okay? I am not a strong supporter of that, okay? Uh, I believe in, in democratization, liberalization, active promotion, and more importantly, towards investor acquisition and investor aftercare. The people who are already investors in this country for many years, they have enormous potential to play the role or they drive the green growth economy. So, 
This space, which is called the environment and green industry, offers a lot of opportunities for existing investors, local and foreign, for foreign investors, or even for your just work. And a quick look at the markets. The market segment is powered by the Development Bank of Rwanda. We empower you. The Johannesburg Stock Exchange Share Index cut sharp early losses to trade at about 1% lower, around 76,760, with investors digesting latest U.S. non-farm payrolls report and its implications for the Fed policy path. Data revealed hiring in the U.S. slowed to 311,000 jobs in February though less than analysts had predicted, while wage growth slowed for the second consecutive month, easing some concerns about future rate hikes by the Federal Reserve. At the same time, fears of U.S. banking collapse continue to weigh on market sentiment. Almost all sectors were trading in the red, led by tech stocks, industrials and financials. In South Africa, concerns over ongoing load shedding persist despite the appointment of a new minister for electricity. The new minister, Kosiento Ramokopa, said he believes that the government will be ambitious in its plans to stop load shedding, but he's not yet ready to say when this is expected to happen. The Transpark Stock Exchange is set to fall about 2% this week. A quick trip around Africa. The annual inflation rate in Rwanda eased for the third straight month to 30.3% in February of 2023, down from 31.1% in the prior month and a peak of 338 in November. It's the softest reading in five months amid a sharp slowdown in prices of housing and utilities. Softer rises were also seen in those of restaurants and hotels, recreation and culture, furnishings and household equipment, transport and clothing and footwear. However, food prices continue to accelerate, notably vegetables and bread and cereals. On a monthly basis, consumer prices inched up by 2.7% in February, the most in four months after 2.1% rise in the prior month. Nigeria's trade surplus ballooned to... 1,117 billion naira in December of 2022 from 84 billion naira in the same month of the previous year. It's the largest monthly trade surplus since December of 2012 as exports jumped 36.5% to a six-month high of 2,353 billion naira, mainly boosted by shipments of manufactured products, solid minerals, agriculture goods and crude oil. Conversely, Imports tumbled 24.7% to a two-year low of 1,236 billion naira as reduced purchases of agriculture goods, manufactured products and raw materials outweighed increases in those of other oil products and solid minerals. Considering the full year of 2022, the country's trade balance shifted to a surplus of 1,206 billion naira from a deficit of 1,900 and 36 billion naira a year ago as exports soared 41.7% to 26,797 billion naira, while imports rose at a slower rate of 22.8% to 25,591 billion naira. The annual inflation rate in Mozambique rose to 10.3% in February of 2023 from an eight-month low of 9.78% in the previous month. Main upward pressure came from prices of food and non-alcoholic beverages, transport and education. Meanwhile, prices continue to fall for health. On a monthly basis, consumer prices were up by 0.97% after increasing by 0.98% in the previous month. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good morning, Africa. It's a product of the K Financial. If you have any suggestions or you 
you want to check out more stories, visit the website that is thekfinancial.com and don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at the K Financial and you can find me at with the dome. <laughs>